Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We have an extraordinary guest today. I'm really looking forward to bringing her on, um, and I'm sure you'll enjoy her as well. But first, of course, we have not our quotes of the day, because I'm not doing those right now, but... Um, uh, a quote from my book, Everyday Awakening, which you can all pick up at everydayawakeningbook.com. And uh, as uh, those of you who've been listening every week know, I've been, in, instead of doing my quotes from Abraham and the Universe, I've been just pulling out a little section from my book and reading it for the day, and I've just been going in order. So uh, today's uh, section is called Shining a Light on Shame is how we begin to release it. All right, let's get into it. Shame is something we don't often speak about in polite company. It's a topic we avoid, perhaps because it is at the heart of so many of our challenges. Yet speaking openly about shame and bringing it to light is exactly what we need to do to heal the wounds. We get shamed as children for the littlest things, for writing on the wall for coloring outside the lines, for playing with fire, for not being as good at school or sports as our siblings or the other kids. All those little incidents of being chastised or shamed add up over time to an unconscious feeling of unworthiness and being broken. Those feelings permeate our life in so many ways, both in our personal life and our business life. When we then spend the rest of our lives running to seminars and gurus looking for the, the magic that will fix us and make us whole. What we don't see is that no one else can fix us. It's purely an inside job. It's also not something that we can do overnight. These unconscious patterns were built up and reinforced over years so it will take, take us time to rewire our brains and our nervous systems. The first step in the rewiring process is to recognize that some shame is there and it is running our lives in many different ways. We need to shine a light on the dark corners of our psyches. Doing this in community among a trusted group of people whom we know will support us through the process is essential. Exploring this core issue in community not only helps us, it also helps the rest of the community because shame is so universal in our society. 
Are you ready to shine the light on your shame? Do you have a community in which to work on it? For those you're, find those you truly trust and ask them if they would want to explore this topic together. So uh, this little section of my book on shame, this is something, and, and, and I talk about kind of working on it in community, just because for myself, I've seen the power of it. You know, many of you know, I speak about the shamanic work that I do that, that's done in community, and I've just seen the real healing power of, I don't want to say like working through our shame, because sometimes it's as simple as just admitting it as just looking at it shining a light on it is not trying to get rid of it it's just acknowledging it that it's there and when we do that with other people it not only benefits us it benefits them as well because they feel safe to then acknowledge their own shame and indeed when we show other people that it's okay to feel shame and that it's just part of who we are and we don't have to deny it, we don't have to suppress it, we don't have to uh, pretend that it's not there. Then we open up the conversation and suddenly we can start to have really deep conversations about things that have happened in our life that cause us to feel not good about ourselves. And it's just something that I've seen over and over and over again, how when we do that with other people, you know, and with other people is not just with anybody. I mean, you really want to do it with people who are supporting us, who have our backs, who you know when you share the, these deep feelings that, that are yucky and just ugh, make us feel awful, that they're not gonna try and fix it, that they're not gonna criticize us or judge us for it, that they're just gonna be there for us and, and, and not only accept us, but they feel our pain because they have their own pain in some way. And it may not be an exact relationship. It may not be that they went through the exact same thing that we did, but we've all gone through something. It's a very, very rare individual who has never been shamed as a child, who has never been shamed growing up. And how we respond to it and, and how it affects who we are as a person, it's different for every individual. So it's okay to feel shame. It's part of being human. It's one of the emotions. In, in my experience, we just don't want to marinate in the shame. We, we don't want to stay stuck there. We want to acknowledge it allow it to move through us so we can release it, so that we can come back to our hearts, that we can come back to the self-love that we all inherently have, but just gets dimmed by all this nonsense that gets put on us. So I guess my, my call out that this topic uh, I share with you this week, it's about 
being okay with the shame. Like, let's transcend the shame by not judging it, by not making it wrong, by just recognizing it and saying, oh, that's interesting. But even in the shame, I'm still worthy. Even in the shame, I'm still good. Even in the shame, I'm still whole. Let us make shame such a natural, normal part of the conversation that it doesn't have to be held on to. And that it's something that we can more easily share so then other people can share, that we can be the light of what does it mean to be a conscious human being, an activated human being, and still have some shame. And, and not allowing the shame to stop us from being happy and joyful and doing what we want in life. Because it doesn't have to. There are all these stories we tell ourselves around the shame. They don't have to control our lives. Those stories are completely made up. And we can shift and change those stories in a moment's notice. So let's talk about shame sometime all right yeah someday actually maybe i don't know I'll, I'll have to find the right time to kind of bring it up as as the real hardcore topic for a, a show um so i hope you enjoyed it thank you for indulging me and again that's just one tiny little section from my book everyday awakening which many of you know uh, came out in november became a number one bestseller on amazon you can find it on all the major bookstores amazon Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, I don't know, you know, even small independent bookstores can get it for you. And the book is called Everyday Awakening. And I did create a link just to make it easy for you to find it online, everydayawakeningbook.com. So please check it out. Um, if you've gotten a copy, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I the book is just really my gift to the world to help serve people at this time. Please share it with people. Please let people know what you've gotten out of it. I would love to hear sometime, like, you know, how has it helped you or, or, or what got you curious or, or what were your takeaways from the book? You know, I love the interaction. I love the feedback. So thank you. Okay, everyone take a deep breath. All right. So now it is my pleasure uh, to welcome to the show is it Amy or Ami? It's Ame. Ame, Ame. Ame Lyndon Adams, who is a proven professional that guides people into how to radically redesign their life and break the habits of overgiving, overworking, and learning how to raise their frequency uh, to the fifth dimension. With 30 years of experience working with amazing clients with similar worries and concerns and guiding them to achieve remarkable success, her mission and commitment is to support extraordinary women of all races, religions, countries of origins, and sexual orientations, along with the men that love them. Oh, good. I'm glad the men aren't left out. <laughs> As she believes that it is the Western woman that will change the world. Yes, the Dalai Lama said that, didn't he? Exactly. What sets her apart from other practitioners is that she shares purpose with 12 ascended master guides and channels their love, wisdom, and healing energy through her words and hands. She's also a featured, uh, uh, she's also featured in the international best-selling book, Empowered self-care. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Ami. 
Thank you very much, Sam. It's just an absolute pleasure to be here and to be speaking to the East Coast. I love that. <laughs> From the, <laughs> the West East Coast, Coast and all over the world, because we yeah, got people everywhere listening to the show. Yeah. Um, but wonderful. We, we just have a couple of minutes before break, but I, I would love for you to maybe share a little bit about the early part of your path. Like, did you always feel this connection to spirit? Did, did you always know that you were a little bit different or was this something that sort of developed later on in life for you? No, I, I think that very early on, I got some inklings uh, that, that I was a little bit different. Um, one of those was, uh, even though I had a, a pretty challenging childhood, I won't go into those details, um, I had these experiences of what I called bubbling up joy. Mm. And it was never related to any circumstance in my life. It would just come over me and I would just feel this absolute bliss uh, in the moment. And then um, when I was three, uh, we had um, a babysitter who would stay over when my parents went out late and she uh, told me that at three years old, she saw me standing in the doorway to my um, parents' bedroom and saying to them, bless you, my children. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though we weren't having a great time, I, I was able to kind of see beyond that. Mm. Um, and then, you know, as a teenager, I got interested in Hatha yoga and vegetarianism, and that kind of morphed into A Course in Miracles and um, affirmations. And, um, and it led me on a journey really to getting into my body, fully into my body. Oh. Uh, as a child, from my experiences, it was more comfortable to be out of the body than in the body. Yeah. I spent the next um, many years learning how to keep my energy in my body, but maintain that connection to mm. the higher worlds. And that's when the first five guides came in and said, you know, we'd like to work with you. And I worked with them for um, a good many years. I, I want to say at least um, 15 years or so. Um, so uh, quick question around that. So when you yeah. say they, they came in, how did they come in? Did they come in during meditation? Uh, did you yes. do automatic writing? Like, oh, okay. Yes, I was, um, I was doing an energy session uh, as, as the client. Um, with the woman that I was studying with. And she said, oh, you have these five guides that are ready to meet you. And she led me through a guided meditation where one by one they introduced themselves to me. And then um, a hilarious story is I was having some difficulty because I had um, many years in corporate America at the executive level. And at one key oh. point, I was ready to walk. And instead, I took a vacation. Mm -hmm. And after kind of just bringing my energy down to a more manageable state, I booked a session with a channel, which was the first experience of channeling I'd ever had. Oh, the okay. first thing he said to me was, uh, when the channel came through, was, we'd like to acknowledge the presence of your five guides. And I hadn't told him about them. Uh -huh. And so I was really 
totally blown away at that moment. Okay, and wonderful. I want I want to put a pause there because we've got yeah. to take a quick commercial break. Um, but when we come back, I, I just want to ask you a little bit more because I want my audience to understand, like you were an executive in the corporate world, like you know how to be very grounded, yet you also kind of play in these worlds. So I just want to kind of go through that and I'll ask you a bit more about your guides and then we'll continue along your journey, okay? Beautiful, Sam, thank you. All right, wonderful. And so thank you all for tuning in today. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday. 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And hi, my loyal fans on the Facebook Live video. I see you guys there. Um, please uh, uh, shout out, ask your questions, put in your comments. We'll definitely get to them during the show. So everybody, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking today with Ami Lyndon Adams. Um, before I continue, I just want to mention that, you know, I always talk about our Facebook Live video that goes out and our loyal listeners. And I, I really neglect to mention um, the Facebook page. It's our main, my main Facebook page that um, inspired Thoughts with Sam that we've just reached a wonderful milestone. We've, we've broken, we've got more than 20,000 followers on that page. We, we constantly are posting inspired thoughts and, and, and quotes to uplift people. Uh, so if you haven't yet uh, checked out the page, please, you can just go to facebook.com slash inspired thoughts with Sam. Um, and that's in addition to the, the Talk Radio NYC Facebook page, the Conscious Consultant Facebook page. I'm, I'm all over Facebook. And, and I just want to give a big shout out to my uh, assistant, Emily, who, who manages it all for me. And, and without her, I could not have you know, achieved this. So I'm very, very grateful for everyone who's part of that page. And uh, I really appreciate uh, people sharing it and all the comments that we see. And it, it's just wonderful. Anyway, getting back to you, Ami. Um, so now you were a, a corporate executive. I, I'm just curious, like what level were you? Were you like yeah, vice president? I, um, I was the director of corporate service quality for Charles Schwab nationwide. Oh. And wow, before Schwab, that, okay. director of sales and service for Citibank in four states. Wow. And then um, I became a, a senior consultant um, in an international training company called Omega Performance. Ah, okay. Okay. But like you, like, it's funny because my first six years of working was in the financial services industry as well. I worked for Chemical Bank and then uh, Bankers Trust um, and then a, a, a software company that was owned by Security Pacific National Bank and Trust. So it's like I kind of also got my start, you know, being a good New Yorker. Everybody works in the financial industry almost or related to it in some ways. So, I, I mean, I just want to bring it out because sometimes people have this image that people who channel and talk to guides and do all this stuff, that they're very woo-woo and out there and they've never been in the corporate world and, you know, people can't relate to them, but actually we're just like anybody else, right? I mean, you've had a very uh, quote-unquote sort of normal existence, but at some point, even though you had this connection, you probably kept it pretty quiet, I imagine. You didn't really share it too much with your friends at work. And, and But now you had this experience. You said you went to a channeler for the first time, who second time mentioned about your five guides. Like, when did this sort of walking along this spiritual path, when did you start to realize that like, oh, this is something I should really put more energy into and start to shift and, and start to do things and work with people and offer it as a service to people? Yes, good. Um, excellent question. Well, you know, as I was um, working with this uh, energy healer, uh, just doing sessions for a while, um, you know, it, it kind of kept me sane in the corporate environment to have mm. a weekly session where we clear off all the negative low frequency energy I'd taken on and shine me up and send me back out there. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, we all have karma to pay off this lifetime. And that's why many spiritual beings find themselves in the corporate world for a while, just mm. paying back old karma. Um, but, you know, eventually I started to study 
the topics of energetic and emotional integrity and realized you know, how much our energy system really impacts every aspect of the quality of our lives. Absolutely. And so with that information and then starting to work with the guides, um, things started to shift for me where all of a sudden I would find myself saying something and you know like wondering who's saying that (laughs) it it was like where did that come from and then the day that I started saying things that I actually didn't know myself that really super got my attention and the guides still working just with the five guides at that time um, they explained to me that I was kind of given the job because I could translate energy into words. Mm. And um, I noticed that when I was working with a client, there would be an energy just over to my right, almost like this column of energy. And I would just, my, my um, instructions were to put my own ego on the back burner. This is nothing to do with you. If we need you to share a teaching story, we'll give you a nudge. But otherwise, you just put yourself on the back burner and then open your mouth. Just trust. So those early days were, were really amazing. I mean, there were times where I would have to say to them, I really have to say this? <laughs> they would say, really have to say this. <laughs> but yeah. eventually, you know, we, we really got it down. It's interesting because with, with one of the, and, and I kind of got put back on my healing path through studying a lot of different energy healing techniques. And, yeah. and one of them is a very fast form of instant energetic healing. And I do these sort of series of corrections to sort of balance somebody out for the extremes, for the underlying energetic imbalances. And so when I do the corrections, I would try to do them as quickly as possible so that my ego couldn't get in the way and say, oh, that's crazy or whatever. And like all kinds of, you know, depending on what this into is all kinds of different things would come out of my mouth. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And like the first few times I'm like, uh, 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 did I say something wrong? And then the person would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That was perfect. It was awesome. I was like, oh my God. It was like the more I just allowed it to flow, no matter how crazy what came out of my mouth was, the more perfect it was for the person, even though I had absolutely no clue what was going on in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about then. And then later I was, um, I'd left the, the, uh, the training company um, and uh, I was invited into this multimedia business opportunity where four of us who knew each other quite well uh, formed a multimedia company And I had been there maybe a couple of years and um, the guides came through and said, you have seven more guides that want to join you, um, giving you a a council of 12. And, Mm. you know, I had no idea that that apparently is an honor. I didn't know that. Um, (laughs) So I said, "Okay." And they said, the problem is they can't get in to your field because it's too chaotic and I said chaotic and they said yeah it's the multimedia business that you're in and the CEO while an absolute lovely man uh, he loved nothing better than to play right on the edge you know Ah. with 
we'd be writing the presentations for the boardroom on the plane, you know, (laughs) it was, I mean, we would have all done our parts, you know, way before, but it, you know, then it would be, we've got to pull an all nighter, get this together. And we're like, no way, you know, (laughs) we're going to go to sleep and we'll meet you at breakfast. But they said that that level of chaos was preventing these guys from from coming into my field. Uh, I'm just curious about the initial five guides. When, when they were introduced to you or introduced themselves, did, did you know their names? Did you know who they are? Or they just were like five different energies? They were, um, they did give me their names. And I also asked them what their purpose was with me. Okay. So they all had very distinct purposes. But the names that they gave me for the first five were very kind of endearing names like grandfather and godmother. And, you know, they they didn't want to reveal who they truly were because they knew that I I wasn't ready for for my self-esteem wasn't big enough at that time to be able to embrace that, you know, back to shame that I could be worthy to channel these beings, you know, I mean, right. Which is so funny because you think of you're an accomplished professional woman having worked in like all these different industries. You think, Oh, of course she has, must have good self-esteem to be there, but no, that's not necessarily the case. Is it? Not at all. No. I I mean, I was intrigued by your chapter, um, not to digress, but you know, in, in my experience in working with clients everyone has actually brought shame through from past lives um, in this lifetime to clear it and you know we'll talk more about that later on because there's some really big things happening uh, right now yeah absolutely so I want you to hold that that thought for the moment because we got to take another break but when we come back let's finish the story get into your 12 guides and then like what's going on now and like what's happening and, and what can our listeners do in this chaotic time that we're in um, to ground themselves and to maybe serve themselves energetically in a better way. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? 
Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Ami, you, you, were, you were telling us about the story of how your guides were telling you, we've got seven more guides to bring you up to a total of 12. And, and like your job is, is just too crazy. What happened next? So I had a choice to make, you know, they, they basically let me know that, you know, it, it was either this or that. <laughs> And so uh, at the time, you know, I had been uh, unhappy just with that, you know, playing right on the edge. I'd actually complained about it and was told this is just the nature of of the business, you know. And of course, it it really was not. Uh, But at that time, uh, I actually handed in my resignation, which was a big gulp because um, I was making about $10,000 a month uh, from the work we were doing. So it was like, okay, (laughs) are you going to take care of me? And they said, yes, it won't take long to speed. Um, They said that, um, you know, we're just going to clear this energy out of your field. And then within 10 days, five guides arrived. And they told me that um, their purpose with me was a little bit down the road, but they needed time to fully integrate into my energy field. And so they were essentially arriving early. And then 10 days later, um, Mary Magdalene arrived, which uh, was uh, an absolute you know, mind blow to me. And then 10 days after that, um, Yeshua came in, uh, you know, who had um, had his lifetime as Jesus. And and how long ago did all this happen? That happened about twenty years ago. Oh wow! Okay, so then for for basically about the last twenty years, you've been kind of just just working full time in this realm. Yes, um, you know, it was very clear to me that you know, we all have a purpose uh, on earth, uh, a, a contribution to make while we're here. We're all here to teach something that we already know innately. 
uh, learned in a past life. And we're all here to learn something that's next for us on the wheel of life. So this purpose that we have, um, it uses every bit of your life to pull it together. Mm -hmm. So even my difficult childhood was, you know, absolutely amazing uh, in preparation for doing this work. It taught me, you know, empathy. It taught me how to heal myself using my own techniques. Um, But then there's a greater purpose coming in for people at this time that is going to blow most of our minds. (laughs) (laughs) We have a much bigger role to play than we've been playing so far. So, so let, let's talk about that now. This past year has been very challenging for a lot of people. Uh, I mean, it, it's been an interesting dichotomy for me to watch because there's some people I know who are doing great. They're, they're thriving better than ever before. And other people are struggling more than ever before. They're having difficulty from an energetic perspective. I mean, we know sort of from a physical perspective what's going on with the virus and everything, but from an energetic perspective, what what is going on? I mean, last year was 2020, right? They call it the year of perfect vision. Um, what is going on and, and what is the, the lesson that we're supposed to learn and take from all of this? Fabulous, Sam. Thank you for asking. You know, the, the first thing I would say is that, um, you know, this was a, a, a cosmic reset opportunity mm-hmm. that um, by unplugging us all, from our uh, routines, our commutes, um, all of the basic things that, you know, for many people had little consciousness in, um, Mm -hmm. little conscious choice. You know, you uh, put up with sitting in, um, you know, uh, fluorescent lighting and in cubicles and, um, and, and sitting on the road for maybe two hours or more in both directions. And you just thought it was um, what you just had to put up with. And I think in the reset, um, there has been so many people recognizing this is not living. This is not Mm -hmm. the way I want to live. And so the reset really gave us an opportunity to radically redesign our lives, to question how you were spending your money, how you were spending your time, you know, whether you were uh, working because you felt you had to work in order to bring in the money. But then when you got home, you just looked to sack out, you know, because you were tired and you wanted distractions. And so the level of consciousness overall was so much lower than it needs to be uh, at this time on earth. And this was a great awakener. Mm -hmm. Um, And as always, you know, we get our lessons up until now. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the way of the future, but many of the lessons that we get today are painful because that's how we wake up up until now. And it's it's a sorry thing, but... Um, I think that for uh, so many people, they have realized that they want to do something different with their life or they'll never go back to the way it was or they're embarrassed for the way that they spent their money up until now. And it's it's woken us up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And even and it's woken us up, even if people are not even if people are not so quote unquote spiritual or don't believe in this stuff. I've just noticed how 
people now are valuing time they spend with their family and their friends, their health, you know, just even some basic things on a very mundane day-to-day -day level, you see like a shift in people's values mm -hmm. that the consumerism, the constantly having to go out and buy the latest fashion and get the latest gadget, that there's been a real shift away from that. Now, on the one hand, I know some people are very worried about that because our whole economy is built upon consumerism and, and, the, and a lot of major institutions are going to suffer from it. And then on the other hand, other institutions are thriving very well because they're providing a service that, that's needed at this time. So the, the world we live in today looks very different than the world we lived in, you know, two, three, four years ago. Where are we going with all of this? What have your guides shared with you that can give us some some hope and some, uh, 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 you know, uh, expectation that we are going to something better? Wonderful. Well, you know, I mentioned or you read my intro and talked about the fifth dimension. You know, mm -hmm. at a very early age, I was very fortunate to hear that, you know, we were coming into what was called the shift of the ages or the mm -hmm. age of enlightenment. And it was going to be within my lifetime, which, you know, was extremely oh. exciting to me. Um, and as I gotten further along the path, I realized that, you know, one of the ways we could describe that shift is the shift from the age of, of Pisces to the age of Aquarius, which, yeah. you know, brings in very, very different energies. But the other way is that, you know, one of the things that has impacted, negatively impacted our progress on Earth, and, you know, it always puzzled me as, as a child and as a young woman and as an adult, you know, mm -hmm. why we haven't made more progress as a human race? Why, why are we still, right. you know, so separate from one another? Why, why, why have we got this me, me, me mentality that has led to the 1% of the population controlling 99% of the wealth? Yeah. Why, why don't we have reverence for all beings? Why don't we understand that we're one nation, you know, one one race, human race? Uh, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And then you know, it's very clear now that um, we're 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 going through a major shift in energy. Uh, right now, the Earth is entrenched in the third dimension. And the third dimension is just um, a vibrational field of energy, and it's hallmarked by either or thinking, duality, mm -hmm. this or that, good or bad, right or wrong, black or white, right? right. It's also hallmarked by um, dragging the past into the present, mm -hmm. so we've been recreating the future again and again we, we right. have a phrase that says history repeats itself why yeah. because we keep dragging it through mm. and we've been steeped in a world where competition has ruled and mm -hmm. um it's a lower frequency so uh, even you know top businessmen justify their behavior i mean really if you follow the trail of who's made the most money through covid there's a story there to be told. Yes. So, you know, it, it, this waking up is we're moving uh, the 
fourth dimension is really just a bridge through bringing yourself present. And the fifth dimension is where we're coming into, where it's hallmarked by a state of oneness, of collaboration, of sharing the wealth, of reverence for all beings, not just human beings. We don't even have reverence for all human beings, but reverence for the animal kingdom, the bird kingdom, the insect kingdom. You know, we're coming into a, a very different world where it won't look like what we have right now. It really will not. Yeah, I, I find it so interesting, like over recent years, like how much talk there is about bees and how important bees are. Yes. And it's like for the first time, we're beginning to wake up that like, yes, even the smallest little insect has a huge impact on our life and on the life of the planet and the ecology and everything. Um, okay, it, it, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. When we come back, let's talk about maybe what can people do to help to keep their energy at a better state, to help to, uh, I don't want to say raise their vibration, but to help to keep themselves in a way that's actually better suited for the world we're in and where we're going and can actually help the unfoldment of consciousness that we see forming around us, okay? Beautiful. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday. 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook. And we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Yeah, 
and welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Ami Lyndon Adams. Did I get it right? You did. <laughs> um, okay, so, so we've talked a lot, uh, you know, we've talked about your background, we've talked about kind of where we are and what's been happening, and, and, and a little bit about like where we're going. It actually sounds pretty good. Um, what can people do today? Like, like what can people do on a practical kind of day-to-day -day basis to sort of help themselves from this sort of energetic or spiritual perspective? So we're in the process of waking up, all of us. And we're waking up to who we truly are, not who we've been told we are. Mm. And you know, this, this stage of our journey is really being able to unpack what you've been programmed to believe about yourself. It starts in childhood where, you know, you arrive and you forget up until now, you know, when we're born, we forget, you know, who we are, why we're here, what we came to do. And so you're told by your parents you know, who you are. You're told who you are by them. They, they didn't know who they were. They were told who they were by their parents. And then they were told what to do, how to behave, how to fit in, how to, um, how, how to kind of make yourself smaller so that you um, can find a spot for yourself in the world. And if you think about it, that programming continues in schooling. You know, if you try to think out of the box, there comes the ruler smacking you back. You know, mm. that's not what we're asking you for. We want you to think in these corridors, not outside of those lines. Religious instruction, you know, has got the fear of, you know, punishment, being a sinner to keep you in line. And, you know, it goes on and on. Uh, we're programmed through the media to a tremendous extent to always feel there is something in us that needs fixing. And the truth is that there is nothing about you that needs fixing whatsoever. It's just about taking away these layers that were placed on you that you agreed to take because you felt as a child, well, these are adults, you know, they must have figured out how to survive. They right. must they're, have they're, they're these big gods in our lives. You know, if they say something, it must be true. Exactly. So what the guys have been saying is a huge part of the problem right now for us is that there's a very large percent of the population that has never been taught to think for themselves. Absolutely. And this is why we have herd mentality that yeah. has got little or no consciousness in it. Yes. So to wake up, I'm recommending with the guides that you, we call it the tag game, you know, the awareness game, that wow. you just monitor from time to time. You can't do it all day, but every so often, just take five minutes and watch what you're thinking. Are you thinking in me, 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 either or, separation, isolation, duality? Are you in the past? If you're in the past, nothing Nothing is happening because everything happens in the present moment. So the biggest thing you can do for yourself is to keep bringing yourself present. Keep bringing yourself present. It does require, in my experience, 
slowing down because mm. when we rush, we're unwrote. We're not present with what we're doing. But this big shift, you know, how to get from 3D to 5D is across the fourth dimensional bridge where we're learning how to be present. And, you know, rather than um, fight all the, you know, energies that are seeking to pull you back, because that's part of the programming, right? If one of us breaks out from that, even friends will smack you back and tell you, you know, you're behaving too big for your britches. You know, this is not okay. We're going to shame you. We're going to blame you. You know, uh, we're going to out you. We're going to cancel you. <laughs> you know, all of these things. It's just from that hurt mentality of we bought into playing small is staying safe and nothing could be further from the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. And I see on our on, on the Facebook Live, a loyal listener, uh, Sanaya, she says, agreed, she, she totally 100% uh, gets that. Yes. Um, because it is so common. It's like, it's, it's dangerous. We can't allow people to be different because different is dangerous. Exactly. And that's such an old way of thinking. And, and we've been so, you know, put into this place of, not thinking for ourselves because, you know, two, 300 years ago with the industrial revolution, they had to take a whole bunch of farmers who were very creative, very independent and turn them into factory workers. So they started, they couldn't do it for the adults, but they started with the kids and they started with the school system and, and every sort of aspect of society around that time was built to teach us to not question authority, to just turn the screw. If someone tells you do this, you do that and to not really think for yourselves. And it's not good or bad. It's just what was at the time. And we, we're just now beginning to learn to get past that kind of a mindset. And that now is the time to think more independently, that actually we need to be more creative to solve today's problems. Today's problems are not going to be solved with yesterday's thinking. We need to to shift and change that. And so, I mean, you kind of see it. There are new teaching methods. I mean, they're not mainstream yet, uh, but the Montessori schools, you know, there are all kinds of schools now. So it's changing the way we think, but it's the way kids act, the way we act as human beings is still very much programmed by that. Yet we're in the process of sort of what you're saying is it sounds like we're in the process of shifting that into a, a new way of being. We truly are. And, you know, I call it um, the time of emergence because, you know, because we never were allowed to fully express, you know, our essential nature as children. Think about all the times you got smacked as a child for acting out when you were just expressing yourself, you know, uh, right. like you said, in schools, you know, sit still. Well, children don't learn sitting still. Right. The whole thing is nuts. But it's it's really we've never dared to fully emerge who we truly are until now. So it is the most exciting time if you tap into what's emerging as opposed to grieving what is leaving. Right. You know, the greatest reframe I ever heard was, you know, the universe is always your partner and whatever happens is done for you yes 
to you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I speak that line all the time, all the time. We may be kicking um, and screaming, but nevertheless. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ami, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. We've only got a couple of minutes left, so I want to definitely give you an opportunity to let people know if they want to learn more about you, if they want to get in touch with you, how can they find you, where can they learn more about you? Wonderful. So um, you can uh, go to my website. It's actually um, a brand new website. I'm just kind of coming out from um, a, a very long-term business relationship, you know, again, emergence into something new. Mm -hmm. But that is Ame, A-I-M-E-E, -E, Linden, L-Y-N-D-O-N hyphen Adams, one D dot com. And you can sign up and there is an incredibly beautiful gift. It's about 33 ways to raise your frequency, which is the name of the game that we're playing right now. And it's just a, a beautiful piece. So I urge you to go get that. And then uh, we can be in touch. I'm collaborating in a wonderful program with uh, Amanda Slade that is all about ascension. And it's about um, accelerating your ascension this lifetime. And that is such a, a hugely important thing to do. Uh, and that website is co-createyoursuccess.com mm. forward slash accelerating your ascension mentorship. Let's say that one more time. Co-createyoursuccess.com forward slash accelerating your ascension mentorship. And um, it's a, an exquisite program for anyone who is really committed to ascending this lifetime. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, Ami, to, to come on the show today. Um, I know you're, you're way over there on the left coast, as I like to say, but <laughs> hopefully one day when travel is, is a little more normal, that we, either I'll make it out there or you'll make it here and we'll meet in person somewhere. I'd love to do that, Sam. Thank you thank so you. much for this beautiful opportunity. And Really, I, I wish the absolute highest and best to every one of your listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in today. As always, if you missed any part of the show, you can always catch us on all the podcasting apps, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, uh, I think we're up on Pandora now. Um, so please check it out. It, share the show. If you enjoy the conversation, you know, share these ideas with your friends, with your family who you feel would be supportive of it, um, not people who are going to give you a hard time about it. And, and let's take all the stuff that we've talked about today into our lives during this week and see the, that, that whole exercise of just watching. And watching is, is a very passive thing. Don't get too engaged. Just watch those thoughts, those ideas. So thank you all. Uh, coming up next, it's uh, Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage, uh, followed later this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time with Graham Foster and his show, uh, The Mind Behind Leadership. He's actually doing his show today from Australia because he's going to be there for a few months on a uh, working gig. So uh, it'll be fun to see how it works. He's in quarantine, I think, right now. And of course, tomorrow, Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., our whole block of business-related shows. And of course, we'll have more shows coming up for you next week. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the conversation and my loyal listeners on the Facebook Live as always. 
and we will talk to you next week. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.